and then hello the second button down. Perfect. Hey, we're live. Is it red? In the corner there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good. Okay. Well, I watched Ferrari last night. I rented it. Mm -hmm. And uh, it wasn't worth 20 bucks. <laughs> I didn't know a lot about it going in. I thought I'd, you know, see nothing but cars and neat stuff. It's about one year in his life, 1957, when he almost lost the company. His wife was his business partner, but he was living with another woman and their son. He led a very complicated life. But it was the Mille Miglia race in 1957 where nine people died when a car careened. I mean, people used to just wow. stand by the side of the road and watch him go by. And, you know, it was pretty graphic. Bodies were cut in half and Ugh. five kids died and... uh but he emerged from that. It was... Uh, so not a comedy. No. Adam Driver, who I'm unfamiliar with, was Ferrari. And uh, Penelope Cruz... Adam Driver was the... Um, was the wife. He was in... What was the show? The, um, I don't know the girls. about it. Oh, and he played... He's a Star Wars guy, too. He's a good actor. Yeah, I don't he's, think he's been in a lot of stuff, yeah. Yeah, he's all over the place. Did they pick him because of his last name? Because, like, it's a car movie. driver. Yeah. <clears throat> well, how are you, everybody? I feel like just blended. Did your wife ever take the uh, stuff? She did. Uh, she actually went back to work today. Okay. So, so it acted quickly? It acted quick. Yeah, she still tired as hell. But I am uh, too. Aside from that, she's fine. Can I've, she smell and taste? Uh, she can. Yes, yeah, she couldn't for about three days. Neither could I. <laughs> Did you send canopy to ground? That was that was the setup. That I'm going to let that punchline go no, by. Oh my! Can't eat. Just going to let it go. <laughs> Talking friends here. We don't want to. See, this is one of those stories I'd pass along to my wife, and she'd go, well, and call us names. So, uh, And we would deserve the... Yes, we would. <laughs> the governor has a very interesting quote in the St. Paul paper today. I got the... I will share it with you. Okay, download that. Okay. Uh, play, more here. plagiarism at Harvard. All right, because I got to get it to you because we have to. Uh, cops beaten up by illegals in New York when they're there, they are else. then released without bail. No, but I just sent this other one. Oh, oh did I send did it you, to you? Uh, I must have sent it to your. Yeah, it's good. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. Did you read that um, Boston Herald editorial that Jordy sent uh, about the FBI? Yes. <clears throat> but I'm going to concentrate my DEI efforts on the new Harvard story. It's uh, the, a theory. without actually saying what the 
what it was about. Uh, that is one organization that I do not trust and probably needs to be disbanded and start over. Well, we have too many. Uh, it's just so corrupt. Too many redundant agencies. <clears throat> yeah. All right, spots. Yes, we do. I already got mine. Where is this governor headline? I've got the paper open It's here. a St. Paul Pioneer Press story. The headline is a $10 million makeover for Payne Avenue's Plaza del Sol. Begins in February. It's a it's a nothing story with an extraordinary quote in it. Got it. What about have you seen the lineup for the mini St. Paul mini whatever the yacht club name is the concert? Oh yeah, that's Atlantis Morissette. Uh, uh, There's some good. It's in the news. Good. Good. It's in the news. So that must be just at Harriet Island, because isn't that where the club is? Yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's at Harriet Island. I'm thinking the mayor's going to give the Bronx cheer on some of those acts. Well, Hippocampus is going to be there. I've already. She's already working on me to try to go to the Saturday of the three day thing. Kenny Maple Grove, please. I'm not walking yeah. across the street to see the Red Hot Chili. Peppers. I'm. Uh, I'm ready, Matthew. Reavers, North American. I got Masonic and Zero Res. All right. Uh, Even old Gwen Stefani's going to make an appearance. That old battle axe, huh? Yeah. She must be pushing 35. Well, I bet now she's older than that. Well, she's older than I am. Ready? <clears throat> Ready for Here what? <laughs> I am rolling. Well, you mean I haven't had to say the words? Yeah. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1,236, the final day of January, January 31, 2024. 46 degrees was the record high that apparently is going to be chased today. We hit 46 in 1995 and again in 2009, and it was 27 below on this day in 1887. Boom. Hail the flashlight, King. (laughs) And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight, King, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. I could be driving one of my older cars, but I took the seat out of it. Why? And I can't get the seat back in until I get the parts in the mail to fix the seat. Oh, it was broken. That's why. Well, I had to doll it up a little. That was like what happened in Beverly Hills Cop. Didn't he have to remove the seat? Not Beverly Hills Cop, Police Academy. Didn't he have to remove the seat so that he could ride in the back? Yeah. (laughs) Don't mix up your cop shows. Sorry. Uh, Metro Transit, uh, boy, this is this just this says poorly. This speaks poorly about us. Metro Transit is installing signs at light rail and bus stations. Are you aware of this? And and the signs detail the acceptable behavior from riders. (laughs) That's 
Hilarious. We we have to put up a sign now telling the riders what they shan't do. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I was gonna be a thug, but that sign right there says I can't. No, so, these are these are signs outlining the expectations Metro Transit has of riders. We have expectations for you to ride realize. our wonderful system here that you don't pay for. And those uh Riders, uh, those signs are now being installed. Uh, those who violate these rules will be removed from transit property. Oh, my. Yes, uh, you. Did these uh, rules and signs come about after the much-publicized ride-along oh, that yes. the Big Shots did a couple of weeks ago? I think so. All right. I think so. All right. We're seeing government at work. <laughs> All right. A webpage dedicated to rules for riding. <laughs> explains a person's obligations as a writer. You know, you're not just a, a guy reading the paper. You're a you're a writer with obligations. Are you, Please uh, tell me uh, you have the rules. Oh, I have the rules. Oh, good. Guest? Let's run them down. I want to hear them. I, I'd be a guest with obligations. Transit vehicles and facilities are shared spaces, Chris. And they come with shared responsibilities. Uh, so, for example, you may not defecate. <laughs> oh, okay. What is that? Okay. Wait, is that number one? Uh, well, I hope so. It's no, right it's number there. two. That's right number two. two. That no, should be two. in bold print. You must uh, wear clothing. Hmm. Hold on a second. Back up. Are we sure that the people prone to defecating on the train know what the word defecating means? Yeah, that's a big word. Not Maybe only, we should have a symbol. Not only do they not, Smiley but face. if you're prone to that behavior, you're not going to be stopped by a sign. Right. <laughs> you got to go. If you, you, you got to go, you got to go. And your, 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 uh, nature has apparently routinely called you on the train, God. the installation of the new sign, I think I don't think it'll change that. Okay, I was going to go number two here, but that sign says I yeah, can't. Right. Hello. Paying for calling. one fare, you can, which is very optimistic on their part, uh, Metro Transit's part, to think that people actually pay. Paying for one fare equals paying for one seat. And you must hold your belongings in your lap and not place them on an adjoining seat. Make room. Yeah. And uh I can't wait to watch this be enforced. Peeing and pooping is is forbidden. That falls under the illegal uh, category because you know they want you to know that transit property is not a public restroom. A sexual assault is 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 unwanted. Okay. That so seems fair. What about an assault taking somebody's purse? No, no. It's just the. It does say very interesting. Words mean something. Sexual contact without consent is forbidden, which makes the presumption that I guess it's okay to Go do ahead. whatever you want. To, you can can apricots on the train if, if you have yeah. if you have consent. Because <laughs> nothing says romance quite yeah. like the green light. Oh yeah. I, I don't think that's what it means, fellas. It it just means you can't, you know, grab a gal's rear end or whatever. I, I think it does, John. I, I think it means, John, all you got to have is consent. I knew a gal that couldn't wait till we got home every time. Yeah, every time. Well, you have other illegal behaviors that we don't want on the train: uh, spitting uh, on others. You sure, can spit. Sure. You just can't spit on someone else. <laughs> 
smoking and illegal drug use, drinking alcohol, disorderly conduct. These are all new signs. Behaviors that Metro Transit says are not allowed include solicitation and panhandling, using vulgar language and sexual or discriminatory harassment. What fun will it be to even ride the thing <laughs> right. anymore? You can't, you you can't do there. a damn you thing. Just sit there you just got to sit there like a responsible person. Well, that's going to take away one of my favorite memories because I rode the train to a Vikings game from here, mm-hmm. and a couple of bros wheeled in the cooler, Oh yeah, and they were handing out beverages to everybody. Well, right. Nice. <laughs> well, this is part of a code of conduct adopted by the Metropolitan Council, that, that worthy, unelected wow. bureaucracy. The Minnesota legislature's 2023 transportation bill required the Met Council uh, to adopt a rider code of conduct for public transit and display this code at the stations. Uh, Although we have a code of conduct in the past, this is something of greater urgency, Board Chair Charlie Zell said at the December meeting. We can't underscore enough the idea of putting a stake in the ground of what's acceptable and what's not. So much of what's occurring, particularly on our light rail system, is not acceptable. It really has turned into a bleep show, has it? It really has. And it's never, the cat is out of the bag. They're never going to make it right. The fact that they think this tiny little Band-Aid placed over this gaping wound will make any difference at all. It's the the Wizard of Oz. The, The Met Council goes behind the curtain and the wizard says, we can't do anything about the behavior, but we have a nice sign. Please tell me they, they held a press conference here with the well, sign. Let's see. Did they, they hold said, a press conference? And they all patted themselves well, in the back. this was announced last week. Okay. And then, oh, no, it was just uh, they posted it on social media. And those who violate these rules will be removed from transit potter, uh, uh, property. But here I'm looking at the sign, you know, not allowed. Rape. Whoa. I, well, that's a I, big I agree. One. I, I think that should not be allowed. It's funny. A, a lot of these rules, you could put them in place for virtually every walk of life. These are just mm-hmm. rules to live by. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, we've fallen on hard times with the decline of moral and ethical integrity to the point where these uh, complete out of touch morons at the Met Council believe a sign is what they needed. They should have called them commandments. Yeah. Are they going to back up these signs with putting a whole lot of transit police on each and every train? I'm sure we'll see an increase in police. But uh, how how do you like you're visiting from, I don't know, Paris. That's a bad analogy because they're no different. No, that's perfect, actually. Okay, you're visiting from Paris. And uh, you you and you look at all these signs. it, It could mean that some people will say, well, we can't ride this. You know, we we have some things in mind, and <laughs> apparently we we would be hauled off the train if we did this. Sure, yeah. yeah, okay. It's a wonderful world we live in. You think the couple from Paris is you know throwing the dart against the wall and saying, you know what, Twin Cities it is, and we got to we got to ride the light rail. Got to ride. The I've light heard rail. it's just there's a lot of rules. <laughs> I've chosen the Antichrist. What? It's either Trump. Or it's Kanye West with that pet monkey drags around on a leash. <laughs> He's not significant um, enough that to amount to the anti And it's Trump. All right. Who is now arguing, in case anyone was wondering, uh, he's more popular than Taylor Swift. 
He wants he <laughs> wants people to know that. Oh. I, I don't know that people are wondering that. It also is developing that there are factions of his people, all of whom have surrendered their genitalia to glass jars inside of Laramago. What is it? Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago, whatever the hell. I think hell you should keep calling it Laramago. And and uh they they are uh uh ready to pounce on Taylor in the event that her popularity is somehow seen. Uh, they're, they're, they're imagining this apparently somehow seen as support for Biden. They they're, they're waiting for her to commit some sort of faux pas that would suggest to them that she's, she's a, she's a stealth <coughs> campaigner for Biden. The conspiracy fleer, uh, theories are flying uh, wildly and uh, we've reached a real sick, sick part have, of the culture with the Antichrist. Have you seen any quotes of the like that that you're talking about here? Or have you just seen reporting on the quotes? Can you I, actually put a quote with a person? No, I guess I guess I guess what I read today was just reporting on what people might be saying. Yeah, might be saying. Yeah. See, I've been this has been um a thorn in my craw for the past two days, and it started with Shaycab, who thinks that Republicans that drive $80,000 pickups are PO'd that the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl because they hate Taylor Swift, I can which to find... me is the most absurd hot take I have ever heard in my life, it's downright asinine. Is it Shay's own or is she parroting something? It's Shay's own, and she jumped to that conclusion because Matt Burke is upset that um, KC won. And Reavers, John, who did Matt Burke play for? Baltimore. Ravens. And who did KC just beat? Right. Baltimore. Okay. okay. That's where he got his ring. Okay. So do, do you think Matt has the right to say that? Uh, and not, just because Matt's a righty and he might drive an expensive truck, we don't know. Yeah. So now we're going to blanket indict all Americans who drive trucks who might. It's just outrageous. There, well, there there are plenty of folks on Twitter though saying. I want I want proof. I, I all I Twitter. see, John, all I see is people reporting on it. I don't actually see people really? saying it. Provide well, me with proof. Why sure. Why would this friendship between Swift and Kelsey even bother people i don't get it either that's, I, don't, I don't know and that's the bottom well, line I right mean, there what, yeah. what does she do well she On won't come to sides. minnesota what what why yeah. does this have to be a political issue why Trump's, do we have to Trump's assign people, those two to politics the mega people are, are going to make it political if they think it will help them to make it political do do we know that are they saying that or are you just assuming that well you're i mean now that I, I can't it. do it right now uh, you should have told me. Well, of course, I didn't tell you I was going to talk about I, this. I told you, but this I can I could read to you what I read earlier. <laughs> I, I want you to, because I this really bothers me. Well, then look it up yourself. I've been trying. I have yet to see anybody say that. Uh, where did I read nothing. it? You can find it on the Drudge Report. It's, it's just, just it's just BS. But isn't it just an example of it doesn't matter what subject matter is brought up, it's going to offend somebody. And to this degree, because of her popularity and the fact that it's tied in with the NFL, you're now speaking to such a large demographic of people that there's going to be a section of idiots that are that are mad about this. Well, I think Kenny said it 
regarding something else a couple of months ago. Nothing can ever just be what it is. Right. Right. Nothing can ever just be. Right. I mean, we're talking about America's couple here. These two are <laughs> awesome. How do you not love them both? Come on. I mean, who would you rather have? Uh, Taylor Swift. Who um, would you rather have as the nation's couple? Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey or Kanye West and that pet monkeys dragging around on a chain? <laughs> I got to say, though, I brought this up with Fratelloni yesterday. I'm a bigger fan of Jason Kelsey's wife. You know, she's kind of cool. She's, Kylie? she's cool. Very cool. Yeah. Is her name Kylie? Kylie, yes. Yeah. yeah. Letting the, him, uh, you know, roam around, drink, slugging beers with the shirt She's up with the lot, isn't she? String, though. Yeah. Yeah, Get but she's, had pulling, <laughs> she's putting up with quite a bit, yeah. Joe. I, uh, I would like to uh, answer Kenny's challenge there. Like, give me, the first, give me a quote. First story. Give me a name. First story. How's, is this big enough? Fox News host Sean Hannity cautioned pop star Taylor Swift on Tuesday against endorsing President Biden. Does Taylor realize blah, blah, and he talks about Biden for a while. Hannity's uh, on the second shelf of genitalia at uh, Mar-a-Lago. His, yes, his exactly. nuts are right there. And so, they're just shriveled up. You people on the left, w- w- when you start in, consider the source. It's Hannity. Mm-hmm. Come on. Well, but Hannity's thrown at the left as, you know, the the hero of the Republican right, especially in the news media. Hannity. I mean, so it's not like you Hannity know. takes his marching orders from Trump. He's a puppet mm-hmm. and he's a showbiz person. And yeah, all I, he cares about is showbiz. And Who I couldn't agree him? more. Give me exactly. somebody that matters. But what well, okay, so this is a non winnable argument, in other words. Well, you won't find a legitimate conservative thinker saying any of this. Thank you. This is This is the biggest BS topic we have ever faced in this country. Sean Hannity has no sway with conservatives in the United States. I said States. a legitimate conservative thinker. Are you saying he has no sway with conservatives? Well, I, I, no, you're the one introducing sway. I'm saying he's not a legitimate conservative thinker. I would, yeah. no I would agree. I would agree he's, completely. He's showbiz. He's I makeup would, and hair. Well, if he has sway, completely. of course he has sway. Sure. Or, uh, yeah. Can you define sway? Sway is when you move. Yeah. I thought that was in Christmas Story. Sway? One horsey open sway. <laughs> See, this is where you <laughs> really are going to lose your job. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, unacceptable. We really it doesn't even make sense. Yeah. I love just, when you put the brakes on. You, awesome. you just need to go away when you say things like that. Don't worry, I'm going to. You should, and Next then don't week. come back. <laughs> this is very frightening. How about, uh, well, t- okay, I, every Fox News host, there's quotes from. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, so, well, because they're, they're Trump's, they swore fealty to Trump. <clears throat> Jesse Waters yeah. went after. Why did it come up? Why did Trump make that quote? Because he's he asked about it. He's worried that someone might be seen as more popular than him. He's a he's a disturbed psychopath. His brain stopped at the age of seven. Something happened out in the woods. Okay. I don't know what. Right. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Chris. That's all right. But both sides of this argument are just people making outrageous, asinine assumptions. Yep, and it doesn't get us anywhere. If I drive an $80,000 or more pickup truck, then I am, you know, fill in the blank. I don't understand that. 
Neither I don't do understand I. the yeah, connection either, between actually. driving a truck it's, and frowning on Taylor Swift. I don't, that's over my head. Apparently. It's another version of the, if he has a Corvette, he must have a small swimsuit area. It, that's not the, true anymore. That's, I don't think it's ever been true. Well, it's never been true, but it's really not true now. The car rivals any European car. See, now you're taking this to a serious. Well, I'm taking it to the level of <laughs> I'd like cars. And here's here's the quick answer to that. Everybody says, well, you turned 50 and you bought a Corvette. And they don't take into into account that the guys loved Corvettes since he was a kid. And he finally has enough yeah. disposable income that he can afford the car of his dreams. Well, it takes his you to 50 to get the money. His swims, exactly. His swimsuit area has nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. It's a lifelong dream that he's finally seeing through. And now that he's 50 and that swimsuit area is not being used anymore, <laughs> might as well buy the car. Right. <laughs> it's just like a guitar, Kenny. I mean, there were ones when I was young, I couldn't afford them. Now I can, so I buy them. Same thing. Right. right. How mad would these um, lefties who are pissed off at me for my $80,000 truck, how mad would they be if they found out I was listening to Vivaldi or uh, Miles Davis or, you know, uh, Neil Young? Because those those items just don't go together, do they? Well, they do if the truck has a hell of a sound system. <laughs> Uh, four seasons. Isn't one of my it a lovely pieces. day today? Just to just oh, sure to is, Joe. To bring us back to something gorgeous. It's gorgeous. just beautiful. Felt like a April morning. It really did, and I smelled it. Smelt. <laughs> Sorry. And there was there was heat in the sun. You yes. could you could feel the heat uh, yes. in the sun. It was just. We ain't gonna smell it with this wind. No, That's we right. aren't. It was your, absolutely uh, just uh, splendid. So it's your taste splendid. and smell are all back, apparently. Well, huh? I can taste and smell. Yeah, good. Yeah. Can you hear? Huh? <laughs> I can't hear you. That smell well. this. What was smell that? this, Such. Yeah. Smell this again. That's my bad. <laughs> so far, I have not called Twin Cities Garage Door because we haven't had any weather. But I'm the fool because the weather could turn the garage door could go on the fritz and there i am having not called now's the time twin uh, precision garage door of the twin cities in western wisconsin because <laughs> the thing could always use a tune up you know what i like too they'll silence her up they'll put a lot of juice in there and keep her quiet probably use uh, they probably use seafoam products all i know is their trucks got everything in it all the parts you need they don't have to run back to the shop they don't charge more for weekends. They're so popular. They're looking for new people to join their team. They pay well. They provide great benefits. And they do such competent work that people like to remain with them. And they'll do everything up to and including the door of your choice. You can consult with them. Let's, let's get a new door. Maybe you're going to sell the old place. Get a door. A lot they of curb can, appeal. They can do that, too. Uh, I want you to put their number into your contacts. It's Precision Door of the Twin Cities, 612-263-6985. In your contacts, you probably just have to put Precision Door, and then 612-263-6985. If you don't want to do that, maybe you don't have a phone, but you have a computer. Hmm. You can go to PrecisionDoorMN.com.
Let me show you how to, just like you did the Josh. <clears throat> Yeah, do grab the promo. Could you tell that one had been bugging me for a couple of days, Joe? Yeah. God, I'm just so sick of both sides pigeonholing everybody. God forbid a Republican owns a, you know, a Toyota Prius. Oh my God, that'd just be. I'm sure many do. Or God forbid a lefty listens to I don't know Kid Rock. You know, Jesus, this country. What if a lefty listened to us? Promo exactly, <laughs> and then right down. Oh God forbid, Jesus. Oh, canopy. Don't take a dump on the train. <laughs> That's a hell of an admonition, there isn't was, it? Uh, I was going to mention, but I, I think it was Fox Nine. But I can't. <laughs> do you guys remember who did the investigative piece about the light rail? It was about a year or two ago. I don't know, but there was a video <laughs> of a guy taking, taking a, a shit on the the green line. You know, broad daylight. Just well, that was before they had the signs. It's true. <clears throat> yeah, it's so, all better now. And so then there was a gal now. shooting up right down by the, uh, what's the one that's at Sneaky Pete's? What is that the fifth I don't, Hennepin? I don't know. <clears throat> so, but I couldn't remember if it was Fox 9 or not. I don't remember which news outlet did it. If you don't stop this pun shit, you're... You're you're gone. <laughs> Serious, that one was really bad. It's just Chris. really, really bad stuff. Okay. Um I'm ready. Sway. Update on uh God. yesterday's topic, Bill Glond. I still have not uh, seen anything in the okay, local papers. Well, you won't. About there, there is today. If you go oh, online, where? if you go online right now, oh. there's a gigantic story. Start Tribune. Yeah, start Tribune. Yeah. What? I said here we go, and then you guys started talking. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. All right, we've got at least three constant truths about Liberty Safes and Rich, our guy at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Three things you can always expect there. Number one, always expect a sale on Liberty Safes to be going on. There's always a new sale every month on these high-quality American-made safes. For instance, the January safe, uh, safe sales. You save up to $700 on select Liberty White safes. That sale about to expire. We're going to have a new one in place shortly, if not this week, next week. And this is a constant, always there. Rich is offering 15% off all quick combination and key vaults. These are the tiny little safes you can put on your nightstand next to your bed. No matter what the other safe sales are, this one is always there. Number two, always expect a little something extra when you purchase a Liberty safe from Maple Grove Lock and Safe. If you're a GLer now. You've got to mention you're a GLer. Just tell Rich, and you're going to get something like uh, installation, free installation of an electrical accessories kit. You buy it, Rich puts it in for free. Number three, always expect Liberty to have your your back. Now, this is either through their lifetime transferable warranties or their privacy policy, which now goes above and beyond any other safe company in the country or even their ability to match the right safe for your needs. There's no upsales with Liberty because there's a Liberty safe for everyone and for every budget and every need. Here's what you do. Go to maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Find the safe quiz. It's under the information center tab and then find out which safe is best for you. Then get a hold of Rich either on the phone 763-328-0628 or better yet, Stop in 6901 East Fish Lake Road 
and prepare yourself to own simply the best safe ever made from maplegrovelockandsafe.com. The governor, uh, Governor Walls, has a very interesting quote in the St. Paul paper today. Perhaps other governors around the country, the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, have made similar quotes. But this is the first time I'm aware that Walls has uh, telegraphed such thoughts. It's open to a variety of interpretations. It's a fairly benign story about a $10 million makeover has been proposed for an old building on Payne Avenue in St. Paul to become a a Plaza del Sol, where it could be uh, home to uh, restaurants and other businesses, uh, uh, what, uh, principally of Hispanic and or a, a variety of ethnicities could use the the building and maybe have an event center in there. And, and, uh, it, and it's called St. Paul's Plaza de Sol. During the pandemic, it closed up. Then a Latino economic development center bought the once promising restaurant, brewery, and retail hub before it could fall into foreclosure. We wanted to protect the Latino-owned businesses in the building, but most importantly, we wanted to live our values of building generational wealth. Executive Director and President Henry Jimenez told Visitors Monday. The nonprofit is based on Margaret Street in St. Paul. Margaret and Payne. That's the heart of your east side. Mm -hmm. uh, has spent the past four years painstakingly assembling a layer cake of funding toward the vacant site's revitalization, including three and a half mil from the 2023 state bonding and infrastructure bill, a mill from a loan from the National Association of Latino Community Asset Builders, 750 grand from the Minnesota Main Street Economic Revitalization Program, and then more money coming in from philanthropists. So they want to redo this facility. They want to turn it into a shiny example of maybe Latino prosperity or prosperity for all. And the the mayor was there, and uh, and governor and Governor Walls was there, and both uh, Mayor Carter and Governor Walls took turns with a sledgehammer of punching holes into the old drywall to kick off <laughs> the ten million tough. dollar top to bottom reinvention. Mayor, have, I, have I set it up well enough to get to the governor's quotes? Mayor Carter didn't do it from a Zoom from his basement. No, apparently he had his driver take him over there. Okay, it's good that he knows where it is. And uh, we have uh, we have a, it's a big story in the Pioneer Press. But here's the here's the quote. Uh, Jimenez said. Roughly a dozen other economic development associations representing communities of color have similar plans to combine commercial incubators, food halls in their future, nonprofit headquarters into a single building, and he encouraged their support. The governor agreed. The quote that I find very interesting and open to a variety of interpretations, quote, the days of old white guys being the gatekeepers for money for community projects have to end. Walls told the crowd, this organization, this community knows what works. This is where we have to see ourselves as partners in this with lead organizations leaning forward to make a difference. When that's happened, we see incredible results. All right. The days of old white guys being the gatekeepers for money for community projects have to end. Isn't he? 
ripping himself. What what does that mean? Uh, Governor, you have the majority of the political class in Minnesota. You have Latinos, Hmong, black, white, every possible gender under the sun in the Minnesota legislature. Who are you talking about? Himself. He's an old white guy. (laughs) Right? Uh, Yeah, but to me, what it does is it really telegraphs his membership uh, in the mystery. Uh, The mystery has among its founding planks the idea that uh, it's a flawed country, that its founding was flawed, that its founders were flawed because they're white. Uh, Patriarchy is flawed because it led to colonialization, imperialism, Patriarchy is flawed because it came up with the the very idea of authority, sure. rules, regulations, laws, all of these things regarded by the likes of Mary Moriality, for example, as mere affectations that should be that should be radically altered, if not eliminated. And 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 here it is. He's saying it himself. The days of the white guys distributing the money, that's done. <laughs> even though it's it even though it's it's been done for quite it's been over for quite some time when you look at the makeup of the legislature and uh, uh that's how i interpret it that's how i interpret it that he that he is uh, amenable uh, to joining those who would frown on the very nature of the country that he would frown on it i can't believe he actually said that the days of old white guys being the gatekeepers for money for community projects have to end. There's certainly, certainly an argument to be made that that was true for a long time, but it's that isn't true anymore. You're just as likely to get a among legislator pass some bill that creates money for some project that has nothing to do with old white guys. They did get three point five million from uh, the twenty three state bonding and infrastructure bill. That comes right from old money, doesn't it, or not? Well, it, it, comes, it, it comes from money that a variety taxpayers. and very diverse group of legislators had to vote on. Right. And uh, I, I just think that he means exactly what he's saying. You know, uh, the days of the old white guys being the gatekeepers for money. The old white guys didn't do that bad of a job in creating a country. There were flaws. True. Very that, true. Flaws that certainly. How many old white guys do you think contributed to the eighteen billion dollars surplus we squandered? Was there right. a lot of old white guys that contributed to that? Quite a few. Huh. All I, I see. know, one old white guy that contributed a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> All I think of when I see a quote like that is is Walls pandering to get votes. It is yeah. pandering. That's it's very all pandering. It is. Yeah. It's pandering. It really doesn't say anything other than it's pandering. It says a lot to me. It does say pandering, but it says to me he's on board with the with that popular new wave of thinking, and that is the old white guys ruined everything for us. If it wasn't for you old white guys, we'd have a hell of a country here. No, you'd have anarchy and complete folly, but Well, and the other part and this might be neither here nor there, but wouldn't the free market decide whether or not this was a good idea to reinvest, if it cl- already closed down because nobody went. Well, they claim they the closed pandemic. down because of the pandemic. When they no were bought was, out okay. by this nonprofit. Okay, okay. 
But uh, don't you think he would have been better served to include the $3.5 million from the bonding, the $1 million from the National Association of Latino Community Builders, the Main Street Economic Revitalization Program, and philanthropists? Wouldn't he be better off noting those people and thanking them sure. instead of insulting and criticizing and pandering? And basically what it is is... Uh... Uh, just a one-stop shopping center for uh, right. It's everything under the sun for from Latino businesses. So, so, yeah, to Hmong and and everything else, and you can get a lot of food there, and you can have your events up on the top floor, and you know, there's nothing wrong with it. And, and remember, you're talking to a guy here, your mayor, who solved the whole Hmong thing 15 years ago. I would have put the big sign up at Lexington and University. And university between Lexington and downtown would have been, uh, for lack of a better words, uh, uh, you know, our own Chinatown or yeah. whatever. But it would have been Vietnamese yeah. and Hmong and whatever. And there would have been dragons in neon yes. and the whole deal. I had it all figured out. Uh, but that, that would have taken money from old white guys to, to right. do. And it was an old know. white guy who came up with the idea. It was an old white guy who had the idea. Right. So it really wasn't a very good idea. <laughs> They've kind of done the same thing with the old Sears building in Minneapolis, where there's yes. a lot of different it's opportunities. It's a market now. For, Isn't it an Ethiopian market? Yeah, well, different cultures in there are covered. Yeah, you know, and there's the nothing wrong Sears? with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, global, it's, it has some good global food. Global market. Global yeah. market. Global market or Midtown. Wasn't Kagan Case supposed to be that? Kagan Case was, but uh, COVID just killed that. Kagan Case is the old Schmidt Brewery. Yes, and, and that uh, was a very successful. You didn't like that place, though. I didn't like the smell. You didn't like uh, revivals. It wasn't revival, but it was their the same chef, Tom, because they were cooking things with um, fire, actual fire. In there. Well, it was so smoky that you smelled like smoke, and I, I didn't like that. <laughs> it's uh, so I had smoky. Yeah. But now like that smoke. place that had the great pastrami and corned beef has reopened in um, Malcolm Yards. And that is where? That's just down the street off of University and Malcolm. Yeah. That is so, a great place. In other place. words, there are a lot of these clusters that are developing. Yes. Right? Yeah. I think I think there are, are, are Hmong people and Asian investors who wish to turn the old Sears building in St. Paul into something like this. It can only, it's, it's, it really is, I'm going to sound like a euphorian, it's really good for the community because you're really getting your word out there, you're educating people. And the food is knock them, and that's and that's where the governor made yet another mistake, where he's creating more division, more rivalries, more yelling and shouting at each other instead of thanking the people that are doing the work that provided the money, and then encouraging all races of all political stripes to try it out. Yeah, to give come on over, get in here and, and try this out. But instead, he's creating more division. Wouldn't it be interesting? It could never be done, although I would gladly participate. Uh, what if all white people in Minnesota didn't pay taxes for a year? Oh, boy. Well, you wouldn't have any money. You have an $18 billion deficit. Right. Wouldn't that be fun, though? Yes. I'm not. I'm not suggesting that we'd I'm all trying go to, to prison. It'd be I'm, great. Not, I'm not suggesting <laughs> I'm trying to deprive Plaza del Sol of any money. I'm just saying... Uh, the all the average American who might be white uh, gets short shrift by the government in terms of uh, getting taken advantage of. 
Uh, I'm paying my taxes because uh, I learned if you're even $57 short, yep. <laughs> they will take your house. I got to pay mine. Uh, I pay mine quarterly. I just talked to Linda Keller. She takes care of it. What do I owe, Linda? All right. Sounds good. Well, there you have it, though. The days of the old white guys are over. Interesting quote. I guess you can interpret it any way you want. Uh, it's pandering to be clear, but beyond that, I see it as his announcing or reestablishing or reinforcing or corroborating his membership in the gang that, that find, uh, I mean, he'd fit. Oh, by the way, old white men, the entire St. Paul city council is women, about two or three of whom might be white. <laughs> the whole thing is women. Uh, I don't know what the breakdown is in Minneapolis, but they're not they're not old white guys. I'm looking no. forward to going there and trying it out, despite his uh, attempts to alienate me. You know what the, the, the city can always use, too, is one hell of another good wedding venue. Those wedding venues are in demand. Yeah. the uh, What's the one that just opened up? Is it on Wabasha or Robert? Down by, uh, I don't know uh, what was formerly Awadas, but people, uh, you're doing me a great favor by never inviting me to a wedding. <laughs> On the off chance that I do get invited, I invariably find myself at a venue I didn't know existed. Yeah, new these new ones are popping up everywhere. What'd you think of the athletic club? Uh, I liked it, but that's not new to me. No, that's that's not new. <clears throat> One of your kids got married there. Yeah. Yeah. Just one of them. I don't know who. I saw any. Ray. The one that was nine or ten. Did <laughs> you get a good deal on flowers? Kind of a family deal. Oh, yeah. We got we got a really good deal on the flowers, but the help left something to be desired. <laughs> the, uh, the old, the, the, I, 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 I imagine he was just a volunteer because he didn't really know what he was doing. No, I'll he tell you just, what, I'll tell you what's turn. tough. I'll tell you what's tough to drive are those, uh, bellhop carts yes i yeah. had a few crashes yeah he had oh, some wait. dings he yeah. you had the turning wheels yeah, in the wrong direction very yes. difficult let's just say not all the vases made it back home <laughs> no no there were a few accidents but that was because of a bad bellhop yes, cart that's exactly. it wasn't my fault no, no, i was happens. a victim oh. i should have informed <laughs> the cart i see okay mary all right tight corner here ah, crash okay so we learned we have to invite you, but also you have to do the flowers. So that's what I, you're, I don't, that your message. I don't uh, touch the. He flowers. got fired after that I, wedding. I he was uh, fired. <laughs> one and done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one and done. I, I want no part of it. Uh, thank you. We'll be back shortly. I think we certainly will. Right when I tell you, uh, right after I tell you about Zero Res of Minnesota. When Zero Res started here, they bought ad time on Garage Logic. I'm still very happy that they're with us. And you know what? I stand behind Zero Res. I've used them. They've been in my home. They do a great job. I can't stress that enough. There's a lot of competition for carpet cleaning. All you need is a van and a carpet cleaner. Well, Zero Res does so much more than that. First of all, they back up all their work with the Zero Res Gotta Love It guarantee. They also have a 4.9 rating on Google, 17,000 reviews. There's no secrets there. And don't DIY it, by the way. Those uh, rental things, they're not as strong and as efficient as the equipment that Zero Res uses. Call today for the Rook Special. Three rooms, Zero Resified, starting at just 119 bucks. And that Dirt and Dander, well, you got a deal here. Take 75 bucks off when you get your air ducts Zero Res clean. 
The number, easy to remember, 952-0-RES. That hasn't changed. Go online to zeroresminnesota.com. Ask for the Rook Special. you got to be specific there. Spelled forwards or backwards, it's spelled the same. Zero-Res, 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. How many, how many did you break? About this tall. <laughs> Forty. Well, that effing cart spun around. Like Shit was flying off it. And... Looked like an earthquake, you know. It was in an earthquake. Uh, sweeping up into the dustpan. Yep. Broken glass. Poor guy. <laughs> oh, don't make me laugh. My lungs. Hurt. Hey, how many of those maple groves do I do a week, Chris? Uh, usually, I think it's two, but today is month end. So I think that's so. I, I am going to have more, right? You'll you'll have one either tomorrow or Friday. I haven't looked at okay, the good. Feb schedule. Yeah, I want to get one more in. I'm hoping. Um, <clears throat> Kenny, do you want me to do so? Uh, it looks like two, two, oh. two a week in February fifth to ninth. February fifth to ninth. Yes. Oh, but we don't know about this week. It's third, fourth, fifth. I would guess you would have. You're doing one on February 1st. That's tomorrow. Okay, good. So I do have another one. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Do you want me to do North American Rook? Yeah. Um, Um, I got an email from a guy, too. I'm going to use that. Let me find. I hate that I have to take my glasses off to read. Live. Take your glasses. World War II era grenade sent to Goodwill. I saw that. I had that yesterday and I didn't get to it. Why would somebody do that? Why would a guy cut off his old man's head and put it on YouTube? Oh, God. That story's. Ecolab teams with Ford to convert fleet to all electric. Nope. Yep. Saw that. Uh, oh, the number 42 prize statue bird. Yeah, I got that in the news. Good, because I have an alternate theory to what's being offered here. Okay. I bet the grenade guy didn't know it was a real round, would he? Dead puppies on the road. Oh. Call me now. What are your thoughts? Uh, <laughs> speed cameras coming back in Minneapolis if they get their way. So I have a question about that. It's already against the law. That's what I was wondering, Kenny. So They're, they want to change the law. Let's say I, you know, I make the mistake of not just getting right on the freeway when I leave here and I go through a, you know, down through campus, which I happen to do when it's 70 in the spring. Um, if I go, if I go through a Rello light, am I going to get a ticket in the mail? If they can Probably change, not. if they can change the law, you will. No, well, you get to go through a yellow light. I'm saying if it's Rello. I don't know what they'll do about Rello. Mm. But and speeding too—that's what the part of this is. I would imagine. Right, and what what's neat about Minneapolis is they've lowered most of the speed limit on the city streets to what is it, 25? twenty-five. Same in, same in St. Paul. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing worse than somebody driving 25. Yeah. Especially down River Road. Oh, my God. There's the signs right out here that say 20 is plenty. Well, it's yeah. not plenty for me. No, it's not. And I'm sure the people that are going to get the vast majority of the tickets, I'm sure they'll pay. You know, 
There's yeah. something to be, there's a theory here. The slowing down of speed limits and the... Uh, oh, it's take, called calming, Joe. Taking away the... Uh, Gaslighting. Taking away the parking. And it it speaks to uh, uh, the generation running us who have no real urgency to work hard. They have no real mm-hmm. urgency to get someplace and get something done. Right. <clears throat> they just, uh, you know... It'll melt. I'll get there when I get there. The snow will melt. Did you... You're not doing the uh, speeding camera story, though? Not today. We sure can. Is it in today's paper? Yeah. Harlow wrote it. It's in the metro section. Uh, you know, every town in the world has them. I guess I'm not terribly upset. What? Yeah. Uh, no, what are you, playing for the other team You now? can't walk five <laughs> feet in London without being on camera. I'm not, we're not talking cameras. There's already cameras everywhere. We're talking about being pulled over and given a citation through the mail. But you wouldn't be pulled over. You'd get a That's, citation no, you, in the mail. Right. It's, it's the same thing. You're getting a ticket without any sort of representation or what? Who, me? Why? Uh, no, I have to poop. That's why I'm in a hurry. And you should have <laughs> gone on the green line. Right. He couldn't. There was Train a sign. Oh, right that's there. right. I'm no longer allowed to go on the green line. All right, Reeves, is there a problem officer? Is there a problem officer? I think I have a song about pooping on the train. Yeah. I think. I think we wrote that. Remember, John, we wrote that jingle to oh, that, that, right. Minnesota, yeah. that Minnesota yeah. tourism jingle. I want to yep. know have you ever pooped on the train? Well, that's pretty good, Rick. I wish yeah. I thought of that. All right, here we go. This is Reeves. He's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sitting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere. Dear Mr. Reavers, thank you for the recommendation of North American Banking Company. The wife and I went in, opened our joint checking account at the Hastings location. Very professional, and I am going to recommend all of my friends and family do the same. Well, thank you, Eric, uh, loyal GLer, and he is now a proud customer of North American Banking Company. Just like I decided to make the switch months ago. You can, too. North American Banking Company first opened in 1998, and they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for Eric, for me, for everybody, where you know your banker and they know you. And while a lot has changed since then, this commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities, that has not. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. Uh, let's see, six locations. Uh, mine's in uh, Roseville, but you can also see them at 50th and France, Hastings, like Eric did, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location in Maple Grove. NABankco.com, that's their website. Go online today and check them out. NABankco.com, North American Banking Company is banking done differently. Member FDIC, North American Banking Company is an equal housing lender. John, can I lead off your news for you? Sure. According to the New York Post, video has captured the moment a migrant mob pounded two cops near Times Square, kicking them in the head. The video is awful. And uh, beating the hell out of them. The four were arrested and then immediately released without bail. What? What? Their names are Gomez Isquiel, 19, Kelvin Servat Arrocha, 19, Juarez Wilson, 21, and Yorman Reveron. And uh, they were uh, all four charged with assault. 
released without bail. We can't have a country if if this is the way it's going to run. Yep. You can't what have a country. The, what does the New York Police Union say about that? Uh, oh, I'm, I'm sure they say uh, quite a bit, but uh, all I'm telling you is we, we're running out of chances to preserve our country. You can't do this. You can't beat up a couple of cops and then the thugs are released back to the street. I, but- I, I, I think it's so cute how you say like things like we're running out of chances to preserve or we're headed for um, a breakdown when we've already been there for years. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. It, it, it's been over for a long time. I'm surprised we're even bothering to pay our mortgages anymore and obeying any laws at all. It's complete anarchy. Well, listen, one of the guys arrested, Reverend, the fourth guy arrested, he has two open cases in Manhattan for assault and robbery. But this time he's going to do he's no, be okay. No, he was released. Oh, in November, he pushed, punched, and bit a Nordstrom Rack employee while he was oh. stealing a $130 item from the Union Square store's display rack. Yeah, let him go. Well, he's, he's out. Last month, Reverend punched with a closed fist a loss prevention officer at Times Square Macy's after trying to pull off a robbery with two other suspects. So to them, attacking the cops is nothing. So I have a question for their district attorney or whoever does it in New York. Are you allowed to fight back? I, I mean, if he starts in uh, a beating on you, Am I allowed to fight back and well, use force? you know, whether you are or not, that's what we're going to do. The cops right. didn't have a chance. They were just, they were just. They were ambushed. Ganged up on and yep. ambushed, taken to the pavement, and had the crap kicked out of them. And now the assailants are free. They didn't have bail. Here's John Height in his newsroom. Good start. Well, we that was a little more serious than I was going to start. I know. I, I just had uh, to get that out there because I think it's important to know. I uh, I wrote a little song based on something you said during a break. Yes. So, uh, I'd like to uh, have you hear that song, if you don't mind. I'd like to hear a song. Uh, before you are I, a guitar-playing newsman. sounded like a very uncomfortable guy on stage right there, didn't it? I uh, yes. got this song. Uh, and, uh, I'd like why does, for John, you. why does he delight making us feel bad? He seems <laughs> like he what takes did I do? You you just introduced a very depressing, downbeat, just an awful, awful story. Yeah. And we're just trying to, you know. Just trying to hang on. In, in just, honor yeah. of Joe's story, I'm going to play a lot of minor chords. <laughs> minor. Right. This one's called Lick My Love. <laughs> Here's the news. Doom and gloom. No, no, that's, that's not what I got. I got a different one. By the way, uh, all of this mess is brought to you by North American Banking Company. We should uh, get that in. Uh, but uh, uh, during the uh, break, uh, Joe, you said a couple breaks ago, don't take a dump on a train. So. Right. It's uh, it's frowned upon. So I wrote a little too. To don't take a dump on a train. <laughs> it won't wash away in the rain. Remember, though, you can still get busy, but doing there will make you dizzy. Falling on the train can cause pain. Okay, thank you. Thank you, whoever whoever clapped there. Thank you, I appreciate that. I was thinking more. Took a dump on a runaway train. (laughs) 
Five years Imagine about if that. all those things took place in just one car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You had, didn't you have another, you had some CCR lyrics uh, that were yeah, uh, was, that was a good related, one. Matthew. What were they during oh, the break? Oh, who can recall? <laughs> was, uh, I took a dump on the... Stop the rain was the... the oh, song, I want to know... Have you, you ever go. pooped on the train? Right. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> In news, a University of Minnesota search committee has identified four. John, wait, John, wait. Yeah. think that now that that sign is up, it's going to be a new bucket list for teenagers that just turned 21 and have started drinking and yep. they're on their way home and they're oh. giving each other the elbow. Hey, hey. I dare you. Oh, I dare you. Let's, uh, let's move on. Here. What do they add a stick figure? You know, like the, the wheelchair accessible blue thing? Do they yeah. have like a dump? Oh, yeah. somebody's he's hunching. Yeah. They got a picture of Mr. Chair. Mr. Chair. Mr. Chair. <laughs> University of Minnesota Search Committee has identified what they're calling four lead candidates to be the next U president. They're all the same. Doesn't make any difference. Just hire one of them. The Board of Regents will meet February 9th to pick finalists who will be invited to take part in a series of on-campus events the following week. That, according to Chair Janie Mayeron, who said in a recent search update, only the finalists' uh, names from that uh, event will be made public. Search consultants began compiling the pool of candidates in November, and the advisory committee interviewed 12 of the 46 candidates. 46-person pool included five women, 25 people of color. Joan Gabler resigned last year to become president of the University of Pittsburgh. Former Hormel Food CEO Jeff Ettinger stepped in as interim president on June 10th. A savage man who sympathized with mass shooters and prepared for a violent clash with police has been sentenced on federal weapons violations. Court documents show Judge David Doty ordered 21-year-old River William Smith to serve more than six years, followed by three years of supervised release. Uh, this all goes back. We talked about this story when it first happened. Smith pleading guilty in May to one count of possession of a machine gun. Prosecutors had also charged him with attempting to receive and possess unregistered destructive devices, but that count was dismissed. According to the criminal complaint, Smith contacted an FBI informant in November of 2022, arranged to purchase three auto sears, devices that convert semi-automatic firearms into fully automatic. He was arrested the next month after he met with an informant. Law enforcement first started investigating Smith after getting tips that he was wearing body armor and practicing rapid shooting drills at a local gun range. Smith told separate FBI informants about his militant ideology, and he communicated he's pro-mass shooting in general. That's a direct quote from him. I'm, I'm not pro-mass shooting. No. You're I'm, against, anti. I'm, I'm anti-pro-mass sure. shooting. Yeah. The complaint also says Smith told the informant he was thinking about joining a neo-Nazi terrorist group called The Base. According to the Southern Poverty Law Center, The Base believes society should be pushed to collapse so a white ethnostate can arise out of the ruins john is six years is that the max that i do not know chris wow that seems light the minnesota department of veterans affairs is opening three new veterans homes in bemidji montevideo and preston with 198 veterans moving in over the next several weeks governor walls said the state has about 300,000 veterans and homes like these are going to be needed in the coming years Dave Dunn, Preston Veterans Home Administrator, says these latest homes to be built in Minnesota took more than 10 years of planning right up through the construction. He says the effort was organized by veterans and state and county leaders. Uh, Dunn said uh, between the three new veterans' homes, there's already a waiting list of more than 400 veterans. 
A lineup has been announced for the Yacht Club Festival in St. Paul this July, and uh, things skew a bit to an older demographic. The concerts will be July 19th and 20th on Harriet Island. The lineup for the Friday night show features Alanis Morissette and Gwen Stefani as the headliners. Also that day, the Black Crows, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, locals Dury, among other acts that day. On Saturday, Rock and Roll Hall of Famers, the Red Hot Chili Peppers headline. That day will also feature Offspring and bands with local connections, including Hippocampus, Soul Asylum, and The Hold Steady. Oh. And uh, one act boy, I'd really like to see, but I won't go. Uh, Gary Clark Jr. will also be there on the second day. Presale options for two-day passes begin Friday at 10 in the morning at minnesotayachtclubfest.com. Uh, concert, go uh, concert goers can sign up for access now, though, at that uh, website. Initial prices, $135 for single-day general admission tickets, $215 for two days. VIP options range from $285 to $925. I wonder what you get for the VIP option. I was just going to say. and All the no swell you can handle, you probably. You probably get to go backstage, meet yeah. folks. You know, not a bad lineup for two days. I'd it go really the second isn't. day, yeah. but can I leave before the chili peppers start? I, I would too. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, John, who is the Clark guy? You Gary said Clark you... Jr. Oh, he's wonderful. Who that? He's who really that? good. He's a black Excellent. guitarist. John, uh, Kenny, he is a monster guitar player. Yeah, he's a monster. He's a What's the genre of his music? Soul, R and B, and blues and rock. Yeah, whole, the whole bag, mixed bag. And does he have a big band, or does he just sit up there picking and strumming? It's usually either a trio or a quartet. He had a when back when we were allowed to play real music. Didn't he have a bump in GL? He might have. I well, thought yeah, so. Yeah. Could be. All right. For the yeah, VIP, sure. you get all the general admission amenities plus access to an exclusive viewing platform at the main stage, dedicated entry lane into the festival, unlimited access to the VIP lounge, and more. I see. There you go. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, why don't we take a quick break here and we'll come back with some national and international news. Let's do it. It's interesting they chose such a white name for the event. The Yacht Club. Yacht Club. Yeah. Well, it's the Yacht Club's event. Uh, Why wouldn't they? I don't think it is. I think it's a city event. The uh, St. Paul Yacht Club doesn't have two nickels to rub together. Uh, what? Well, I don't know what you're talking about. The Harriet, uh, the the St. Paul Yacht Club, I don't think is throwing the event. I think the city is, but they're calling it the Yacht Club concert because it's right next to the Yacht Club. Got it. Huh. <laughs> Are you sure about that? No. <laughs> He said, no, I love you, brother. <laughs> it's not much of a yacht club. It's two docks that are kind of. Hey, here's my pontoon. It's, it's a bunch of old. A bunch of falling uh, down docks and some beat up houseboats. That's, that's why. Well, imagine my surprise yesterday when I when I saw this. I'm like, huh, really? Wow. They're really. Where's that money coming from? It's not from? like there's a clubhouse where you got to wear a blue blazer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Is this the one that Matthew's involved with? Or I thought the name that's, Pool that's was Pool in Yacht. That's on the that's on the end by the bridge. Oh God, there's too many options down there. You guys got to get your ass together. You know, what, you know what those docks are missing? Boards. Well, the Pool Boards. and Yacht Club is a great concept, but there's no yachts. 
It's, it's for, just pool. Every got, once in a while, Bobby Moeller pulls they got up a, his they got a short little dock, and you risk your life tying up to it. A couple of dirty old toll boats, a fishing boat, pushing maybe. it, yeah. pushing a barge the boat out. Two, the aluminum a, one, yeah, barge yeah. of poop. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do Minnesota. It's in the most torrential part of the river. Yeah. This landing there is hell-raising. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did send. I was just thinking, did I I did send you that photo. Fred Loney sent me about that pontoon. The $300,000 pontoon. That's, just, that's still insane to me. How, how do you relax while motoring down a river? I, I don't see anything relaxing about it. I, I just see it as being nerve-wracking and filled with anxiety. The it. only good place... Yeah, a true story about the Saint that. Croix is the Saint Croix, the yeah. Upper Saint Croix by um. Oh, the Marine. last time I was on the Mimi was fantastic. It was a gorgeous. But the I'm Upper Saint Croix is is less is not as big and wide as Stillwater. Kenny, you want stress on the river? Yeah, give it to Some, me. When when I was a kid, my old man put however many kids there was of us at the time, and the mother, in a fifteen foot Lyman outboard. With a 25 horsepower, 25. And rev it up (laughs) to watch to watch uh, a racing regatta of the little outboard shells. Yeah, yeah. and somehow found himself in the middle of it. He was in the middle of the course (laughs) with my mother screaming (laughs) at him, and he's nervous as hell trying to figure out how am I going to get out of here. He's going like this with the 25 horses. Kids are crying. My mother's crying. Just horrific. Boat would come right by, and he's going, oh. (laughs) That's funny. Oh my God! I can picture it yeah. so perfectly. Right in the middle of it, and the old lady's going out of her mind. But get the hell out of this here! Is, this is like a Patrick McManus story. Right. It's just oh. insanity. Oh my God! Your mom's trying to light. With those. Your mom trying to light a wet right, <laughs> just screaming at him. And the kids all got the big collar life jackets. The kids on. are all crying, yeah. and clutching each other. <laughs> and then once she successfully oh, lights it, the cigarettes oh. in her mouth going, "Hey, bud, get this that thing out of here!" Oh. Cigarette bouncing bleep up and down. Because women, women in those days in the summer, they probably wore a scarf over their yeah, hair, you know, to keep yeah. it down. And she's frantic, and oh, he's God. wondering how in the hell did I get in here? Oh. Your dad, before he launched, was thinking, "I am going to be the hero." Yep. <laughs> Come on, kids, I'm going to show you this race. I am the man. <laughs> Oh. I think he spent as much time in reverse as forward, oh. trying to get oh. the hell out of there. So he's in reverse with the water slapping water's up coming over the, the transom. <laughs> Kids are screaming. So your grandma was on the boat? No, my mom. Oh, your mom. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, you gotta stop talking. Oh, I gotta. Uh... Is he? His head oh. was on a swivel. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> nice and relaxing. How the hell Oh, and he's saying stuff he doesn't know he's saying out loud. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, we've heard a lot of Judas Priest, you know. Yeah. Judas <laughs> Priest. It's like the dad and of the racing around ram, ram. buoys, and he's in the middle of the thing, and he oh. can't get out. Oh. <laughs> Have you seen the current where the Minnesota hooks up with the uh, with the Mississippi? 
Yeah. That, that is raucous right there. Yeah. And should it's, it's the delightful to sit there and watch people uh, try to get through there. The promo in here? Yes. Yeah. Oh. I forgot to say something. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, that actually should be good because there wasn't an ad into the into the break. You got to put that story to print. You've got to get I that should. in. I've never done that one. Oh, Jesus, that's funny. I'm trying to think where he would have launched. Probably the, what's it called? The Hidden Falls thing? Yeah, by, no, um, I don't think he would have gone there. Just below Fort Bridge. I wonder uh, if there was the a Fort launch Bridge. at what's now called Watergate. Oh, at, uh, just down below? Mm-hmm. Down below Shepherd Road. Yeah. What is that park that's below the Ford Crosby? Bridge? No, it's where we all, it's that Hidden long. Hidden Falls. Yeah, Hidden Falls. Have you ever watched people launch there? Sure. Yeah. As soon as the boat hits the water, it takes off. They better have it floating. tied up. Yeah, you got to tie it up right away. You know, it occurs to me that he might have thought that was a special occasion. Because for some reason, even though he had a summer place at White Bear, he kept that boat on the St. Croix at Hudson. Oh. Now, why? I have, I, there's nobody left to ask. I don't know why he would have kept a boat on the St. Croix when we were living on White Bear Lake. So you're, it was the St. Croix then. It wasn't the Mississippi. Oh, Are no, you sure? No. I said he might have thought it a special occasion because the, this was the Mississippi. And he brought the boat from Wisconsin to put in the Mississippi for this event. Hmm. And you're positive it was his. Oh, I know it was. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Oh, it's so easy to paint a picture in your mind yeah. of that. Yeah. <laughs> and he would have smoked at the time, too. So both of them probably had those heaters <laughs> just, just fired up. The yeah. <laughs> the, the canter. Yeah. What did your mom she used to smoke the really long ones? Virginia yeah, the Virginia Slims. Slims. The 100s? The big ones. Yeah. 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 They're about six inches yeah. long. All right. Here's our goal. Huh? Go ahead and jump. How are you, baby? Who said that? Baby, how you been? Latte Schmate. Here's Joe Suchere. Before we get to Mr. Suchere, it's the rocket. No, it'd be Mr. Height. Uh, well, but he just, the liner said Suchere. Before we get to Suchere, who's going to introduce Mr. John Hyde? To topical. I'm going to tell you about Minnesota Masonic Charities and their scholarship program. It is second to none. I want you to learn more about it at mnmasoniccharities.org. Uh, they have such a great system. And right now there's a deadline. The scholarship deadline closes February 29th. Minnesota Masonic has already given over $13 million in scholarships to date. Now, there's all sorts of great stuff. There's Selfless Scholar Award winner. That's the one where the one guy nominates the other guy, but they share in the scholarship. Learn all the details. It's a great program. They have other scholarships available, too, that are a little more traditional. But the Community Scholarship and Matching Grants Program, learn more about them at their website. Minnesota Masonic Charities proudly represents the charitable interests of Minnesota Masonry and encourages the engagement of Masonic Lodges and Order of the Eastern Star Chapters with their communities across the state. What does that mean? It means you go to mnmasoniccharities.org and learn about the scholarships. You might want to nominate someone mnmasoniccharities.org 
Thank you, Rook. In national and international stories in Iraq-based, Iran-backed militant groups suspected of taking part in that drone strike that killed U.S. soldiers in Jordan announced it was suspending attacks on U.S. military installations in Iraq and Syria. Abu Hussein al-Hamadawi, Khatib Hezbollah's secretary general, said the militia fighters would adopt what he called a temporary passive defense and warned against hostile American action. President Biden said Tuesday he had decided on a military response to the attack, but provided no details. Iran has denied involvement in the Jordan attack, saying Tehran was not privy to the military decisions made by resistance groups in that area. Yes, you. Um, I was listening to an interview about this topic yesterday, and it was, should we respond? How should? We, why is that even a question? Well, the headline in today's paper I thought was rather amusing. It says, Biden says he's made his decision on retaliation. Ah, They've been thinking about it for a while. Don't you think I won't? Killed three of our soldiers. That's right. Yeah, and then announce it to the world so they know ahead of time what's going to happen. What a genius. We're just, you know what, Joe? Things aren't aren't working out very well. The real question is, Chris and Joe, does... Does Biden know that he's made a decision on retaliation? He'll be told that he has. <laughs> All right. They'll point him in the right direction, have him walk. According- just, the, part, the part that they thought it was our, one of our drones, that's... Uh, that, well, they, didn't, uh, they didn't think it was our drone. They just got confused. They didn't know which which drone was which. And the bad oh, drone... See, I thought I read that... They, no, they thought, John, it was one of ours returning to base. That's what I thought it, I read. The, there was two coming back, and they thought both were ours. But one was an Iranian one. Okay. So that's and and the other drone, the Iranian one's the one that caused the problem. That did right. the and bombing, way to release that information. So now all the bad guys know that we can't tell our ass from our elbow when it comes to drones. That's great. Glad they know that. That's Do the Iranians have a big eye on theirs, or uh, is there any way <laughs> to different know? color? Big yeah. eye. According to the New York Times, Donald Trump's PACs spent about $50 million of donor money in legal fees last year. That's right. You saps keep sending him money because he uses it to pay his lawyers. That figure uh, should come out today, the exact figure, as the campaign has to file its money report with the Federal Elections Commission this afternoon. Trump's campaign did not respond to the Times' request for comment about the legal fees as the former president defends himself against four different sets of criminal charges, plus a pair of civil lawsuits that threatened to sink his New York businesses and cost him $83.3 million for defamation to the writer E. Jean Carroll. House Homeland Security Committee approved two articles of impeachment early today against Alejandro Mayorkas, the Homeland Security Secretary, over his handling of the southwestern border. In 18 to 15 party line vote, the panel endorsed a resolution charging Mayorkas with refusing to uphold the law, breaching the public trust by failing to choke off a surge of migrants across the United States border with Mexico. This all sets the stage for a House vote as soon as next week on an impeachment that would be an extraordinary escalation of a political feud between Republicans and Democrats over immigration, further elevating the issue at the start of an election year in which it's expected to be one of the main focus. Uh, Despite uh, the impeachment, scholars are saying, especially prominent conservatives, strangely enough, 
They say it's a perversion of the constitutional power of impeachment because you need to show treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. The experts are saying that's not there in this no, case. No, he's just a moron. Exactly. <laughs> uh, back to E. Jean Carroll. Is it E. Jean Carroll? Yes. E. Jean Carroll, correct. I, I did find it odd that she went on one of these talk shows that's friendly to the left and and had a great bit of sport talking about how she spent the $85 million. Uh, mocking the hell out of Trump and having a great laugh over the fact that uh, she's got this dough coming from him. And uh, I, I I thought at, at that point, maybe the wise thing to do is you just shut up. Well, right. isn't that typically part of a, of a settlement? That you I get to go was. on and crawl by? No, that you have to remain. I don't shut know. Shut your mouth. This, this is not a settlement. This is a court case. Yeah, it's a. Oh, so that's true. No, you're right. Okay, that's true. That's it's a good point. Settlement. So she and she'll never. Say, I still say she's never going to say. Right. I hope she's not. I hope she's making any purchases. Don't spend yet. any. Yeah. yeah. I did read an interesting thing though. Did you see what he has to do if he appeals? No. He has to put that plus another ten percent up to the court. So he would have to come with a bond of almost a hundred million dollars to appeal it. Plus, he has to admit Taylor Swift is more popular than him. I thought he couldn't appeal because uh, his lawyer, who might have just squeaked by in law school, uh, didn't object during the trial. That uh, apparently is the theory of that some legal folks. No, that's yeah. the theory. No, that wasn't a law. That was just a, yeah. a theory of some of the legal folks. But New York law says if you lose a case like this, to appeal it, you must bond or give cash yeah. of the award itself plus 10%. So he'd have he, to give the court a hundred million almost. He, he's still finding good looking lawyers, but they're, they weren't ineffective. The, they weren't yeah. at the top of their class. Right. I'm betting good so, looking, but ineffective lawyers. Did you see this morning? He uh, posted on, on social that <laughs> Sorry, he, he is hiring. He's looking for new lawyers right now. He's well, he, he goes through them. Like uh, yeah. people go through socks. I mean, he's he just crazy. Apparently she will not be involved in the appeal because this is for the appeal. He said, yeah. So apparently he's decided she didn't really work out. Did somebody tell Royce that we're not ready for him yet? I thought I just heard him with an open mic cough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not ready yet. I do miss the old Roycey checking in from Fort yes. Myers days. Boy, was he trolling yesterday. That's oh, my now. word. It was, he started on the airplane and didn't stop till he got settled in and went to <laughs> bed. And then he, then he got up early to what continue was trolling. Chick-fil-A DeSantis <laughs> cheap shot he took to. Yeah, he's blaming DeSantis. <laughs> On the quality of the Chick Fil A burgers, <laughs> my God, Roycey, that is such a reach. Bad end to a story that folks Make have Chick Fil A saying again. <laughs> bad end to a story that folks have been following online: the Jackie Robinson statue stolen from a youth baseball field in Wichita, Kansas, yeah. has been found. Unfortunately, uh, it was burned and it's beyond repair. Remaining pieces and flames in Wichita, the other side of the city from where it was stolen. The bronze fixture belonged to League 42, a program named in honor of the number that Robinson wore when he was in the major leagues. After the figure was cut at the ankles and hauled away late January 24th, the city estimated damages to be 75 grand. Wichita police described the community as devastated and asked for the public's help locating the thieves. Uh, yesterday, the statue was found when police were called to the scene of a dumpster fire at Garvey Park in North Wichita. Responders extinguished the blaze and discovered pieces of the sculpture in the smoke. How they, does bronze burn? 
Uh, it has a melting point between 1790 and 1900 degrees Fahrenheit. Thank you. League 42. Blacksmiths are, are resident blacksmiths. Well, I've got a theory on this, but I want John to finish. Uh, League 42 was founded by Bob Lutz in 2013, who hoped to lower baseball's barriers to entry for all local kids. The program hosts about 600 kids in a baseball league and allows them to take part in educational courses. Lutz said he was inspired by Robinson's legacy and the baseball's legend's likeness stood as a welcoming beacon to the program's multiple fields. He spoke at a news conference yesterday saying the organization will look to replace the sculpture while its remains are not salvageable, the piece can be duplicated. It was built by the late artist John Parsons, who left behind a mold of the work after sculpting it by hand. It took Parsons two years to create the statue, which was installed in 2021. Wichita police continue to investigate the theft. A surveillance video released Thursday night showed at least two people in the act of tearing down the statue and putting it in a truck. They found that truck later abandoned across town. So what's the conclusion we're all jumping to? I know I certainly did. I didn't jump to one. I did. John? Yeah, <laughs> I did. go ahead, John. Well, somebody who, you know, was not fond of the idea of Jackie Robinson being Hates black. black people. This is yeah. a racial thing. This is some white power redneck hillbilly idiots. I think the key word here is idiots. Joe, what can you recite for me? Hamlin's razor? Uh... I have it in my files. Never attribute, razor, to never malice. attribute malice to that which can be passed off as just incompetence. <laughs> okay. Here's what, and, and I'm really hoping this is true. I don't know, um, but I really hope this is true. I think these morons thought that this bronze statue was copper. And I think that they thought if they could melt this down, turn this oh. bronze, this copper which is actually bronze, uh, bronze into just a big pile or a, a blob or a rock, they could trade it in and get cash. Hmm. And then the I news story Jackie, made them afraid, and, and they burned it. So. Well, that's another theory. But it's two, in case you're wondering, $2.45 per pound of bronze, $3.91 per pound of copper. If you really want to make money, here's what you go for. $29,560.08 for a pound of gold. Ooh, that's where the money is. I've always gold. admired Jackie's wife. <laughs> I thought they were a real dignified couple. Mm -hmm. And I think she was a cool, cool cat, real together woman. The amount of heat that he took, oh. I can't even imagine. Kenny, I'm not disputing uh, your theory. I'm hoping, Chris. No, I'm no, hoping. but but I'm I'm going to go along with it. Wouldn't they then still be able to collect then on on the br on the bronze? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But evidently, it didn't work out right, or something was wrong with the fire. You know, it's it's got to be contained. Oh, sure. Somehow, and you've got to be able to collect it somehow. Uh, thanks to frequent emailer Howard for a music note today. He watched, we talked about this, Mark Knopfler's auctioning off his guitars. Mm -hmm. uh, Knopfler uh, put the 59 Les Paul up for auction this morning. The winning bid, Howard said, was around $510,000. Wow, money mackerel. Yeah, that guitar became noted because it marked uh, the switch from uh, Knopfler going from his trademark Fender Strat sound to a thicker sound. It was used on the Brothers in Arms record, including the huge hit Money for Nothing. Knopfler's thinning is heard, selling 120 guitars total. 20 of them he said he used to make solo records and Dire Straits records. He says, uh, don't worry, he's still got plenty left and he still looks when he gets a chance. 
So, hmm. what, which sound do you like better, uh, "Money for Nothing" or "Sultan of uh, Swing"? Sultan of Swing. Yeah, my favorite guitar sound in the world is a Stratocaster. So, Sultan's of Swing. Through, a, through like a Fender. Yeah. Oh, Didn't yeah, the just, immediate family show up on uh, with Dire Straits? That that became part of the documentary "Immediate Family." I wouldn't they be were, surprised uh, for some uh, for some event. Yeah, could be. Hmm. I don't recall. I'm not going to dispute Well, it. you know, maybe uh, because they played at the uh, the big uh, charity concert in 85, Dire Straits. Like that. Yeah. And one or two of them probably played with Phil Collins. Yeah. Probably yeah. Lee, Lee Sklar yeah. probably played with and Phil And it's not Collins. a money issue, right? He just has a lot of oh, stuff. Oh, God, no, it's not a money yeah. issue. He just like has a lot of good, he's like height. He's got a lot of guitars. His wife was looking he's, around he's saying, we got, got too more. many of these damn things sitting around. Get rid of some. My favorite uh, pro guitar story about uh, when Walter Becker from Steely Dan died and they had the auction for all of his stuff. Yeah. In a warehouse, he had 650 guitars, over 100 amps, wow. and over 200 different pedals of sorts. Wow. Can you imagine keeping wow. track of yeah. that mess? You know, what, what are they going to get at my auction? A bunch of craftsman wrenches and some rusty old nuts <laughs> and bolts, bolts that I got from my grandpa in the yeah. 70s. And Mr. Chair. <laughs> and and the jar. They're the kind of nuts that are square. Yeah. They're not octagonal. Yeah. They're the square ones. Square ones. <laughs> yeah. Don't even make them anymore. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> a New Hampshire woman fell into a dumpster at her Manchester housing complex on trash collection day oh. was picked up by local garbage where file of fire officials say she was compacted up to four times before the driver noticed she was inside. Amazingly oh. not killed. Can you believe that? How about injured? She was injured. She went to the hospital. She looked uh, like a cardboard box. She's flat. She's flat. It's a little square, like a square pants. Imagine the smell inside of that thing. So her whole body is a little cube, and then she got thin little legs. Right. Sticking out. Little alligator legs. She looks like SpongeBob. Yeah. That's what Joe said. You Joe said that. Square pants. Square pants, Bob, or whatever the hell his name is. She's 60 years old. She is in the hospital she will survive though uh, manchester fire department battalion chief bob budo said in 32 years i've never seen anything like this in my whole career it's alarming because you don't really think it's true you don't think it happens but in this day and age times are tough people do different things so that was definitely one for the books he said doesn't she have a story to tell john <laughs> fire officials say the woman told them she had somehow fallen into the dumpster while throwing out her trash it's not clear how long she was trapped inside the dumpster. Well, that happened uh, to you, though, didn't you know it, Johnny? <laughs> it did, yeah. Uh, yeah. That happened to me in the main room, too. Uh, <laughs> how do you fall into a dumpster? It's taller. Very than carefully. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I'm doubt doubting her story. What was really happening here? She was, saw something in there. Maybe she wanted to take home with her. I don't know. Yeah. That or she uh, was a point three. Could be. Neighbor, yeah. Neighbors reportedly watched as the whole scene unfolded and firefighters scrambled to the rescue of the woman. Neighbor Amanda Shawitz of Boston said, all you heard was screaming. My kids were all home. They were watching. And I was like, girl, <laughs> once you see her come out, I don't want you watching. Oh. So, uh, but she'll be okay. It, it, she looks so funny with that but, little like SpongeBob. <laughs> Please tell me, John, the, the neighbors watching, that was three, four stops down the road. Yeah, that yes, that the was after the, the okay. final compact. All right. Because now I'm picturing people watching her fall in. Saying, ah, there she and goes. Getting so, loaded yeah. in the truck and thinking, well, that's the end of her. <laughs> <laughs> 
very, very dark. <laughs> Karen just fell in the dumpster. Oh, hell, we'll never see, see her again. Very dark. And a Pizza Hut location in northern Ontario has gone viral, not for its pizza or specials, but for an unfortunate typo. Autocorrect and typos become commonplace in the business world of signs, emails, and advertisements. Well, last week, the Pizza Hut location closed its doors at the last minute and posted a sign that said they'd be closed because of unforeseen circumcisions. Hey, now. now wow. meant, Brand new topic. Uh, really? Yes. <laughs> now what they meant, of course. Are local... you cut? Yes. Come on in for the circumcision. Photos yes. of the <laughs> sign were shared across local media. Uh, locally, the restaurant franchise had a good sense of humor about the situation. Joined in on the joke with a new sign and a customer deal a couple days later that said, in light of recent circumstances in capital letters, no tip required. Oh, I oh, oh he stole my thunder. I was going to say $59.99 plus tips today. <laughs> I don't even want to ever respond to an ad where receipts is spelled R-E-C-I-T-E-S. Yeah. I before E. Except after C. Oh, the receipts. C. There's no P. No, you Except didn't put the P or E in there. It's just recites. At height. I can't take it. I can't <laughs> take it. Yeah. Breaks. B-R-E-A-K-S. Right. Good okay. breaks. Well, thank you, Professor. You should, well, you, you know what? I was going to rip you, but that's my number one. If I see an ad on I'm Marketplace, not, I'm not calling. <laughs> I just went on a rage with the, with the roommate. We I don't care if it's something I've been looking for my Me whole too. life. If you spell breaks wrong, mm -hmm. I'm out. Because you're an idiot, and <laughs> yes. you don't you didn't take yes. care of whatever yes. it is I'm interested right. in. I'm on your side, yeah. Buzz. Thank Kills. you very much. Yeah. Breaks. Yes. The bad one on Facebook is uh, a lot of people start their thing with "I seen him." No, yeah, I, I, I just him. I just scroll right by it. I see them, and, and, and nobody the gets the "there, there, there" thing right. Oh, nobody. God. We closed. We had a meet. What was the one that I got wrong with you, Joe? A couple of a week or so ago in a text, it just drove me crazy. I don't remember a scene of the crime. Um, the deer on White Bear Lake. Yeah, it was something with that text. You said city, it's ruined the crime scene. No, before that, I spelled something wrong, and it drove me crazy all weekend. Oh, I don't recall. Good. People can get, uh, I have a brother who uh, is not very good with all of those, you know, that they're there, there, and all that stuff. And I used to call him on it, but he used to get so mad, and I just quit and ignore it and just read the uh, messages. And... All right, I'm ready. Good enough. Ready, Freddie? Who's bringing the truck, Freddie? Uh, yeah, Freddie. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. What is this? That's Marshall nice. Tucker Band. This is it's Dylan Height, October Dylan, 22, yeah. cut number three. Yeah. Downing wishes to make a link. Make it fast. <laughs> I think there's a link to be made between two topics on Tuesday's podcast. One story is the objection by some Native Americans to the treasure hunt medallion having been hidden in the Bruce Vento nature sanctuary, which they say they consider sacred. Using the land for sport was disrespectful, they say, even if unattended, they are offended. And because some of our fellow Americans have taken offense, it becomes a story and apologies are issued. 
The other story is the burning of the third precinct and the celebration of that in the form of an art sled. I submit to you that for a majority of peaceful, law-abiding, freedom-loving Americans, GLers, a police station is also a sacred place. It represents the thin blue line between crime and justice, between peace and violence, between order and chaos, between civilization and anarchy. An attack on the police station represents an attack on what we hold sacred. We are deeply offended that someone would not just disrespect that space, but violently and intentionally destroy that space. An attack on that space represents an attack on us all, a deliberate and violent attack. And there are no apologies. Now, several years later, the event is being remembered, celebrated, and cheered by those among us. What has happened to us? Well, Downing, if I knew that, this show would be over. (laughs) Because it keeps the show alive. We don't know what's happening to us, but we're trying to find out. My wife had a good point this morning when we were talking about that. She said, why did they hide it, not even the Native American thing, in a nature sanctuary? Doesn't it seem like you I got shouldn't? news for you. It's a bunch of weeds. Don't worry about it. Well, you've it. seen what those hunters do to <laughs> yeah. any type of field they're looking in. Only because what? they come to us oh. all the way from well, Lake Las Vegas. I, I, I've tried something. Why did they name this sacred ground after Bruce Bento? Was it because they, they considered him um, a friend to the wilderness? I think it was named Bruce Ventro, Bruce Vento, and then only given recent and more uh, urgent sensitivities the natives are saying, yeah, but that was our land. I don't think uh, I don't think a lot of native thought went into naming it Bruce Vento. I think it was just named Bruce Similar Vento. Similar to Eugene Levy, Bruce Vento had that unibrow. Yeah. I'm surprised it hasn't been renamed yet. Yeah, it will be. Uh, only because they come to us all the way from Lake Las Vegas with an interesting note from the Lymans who write, we will most likely have to make a move. Several times each day and every day they are here. There's no river, but I may have to cross the river twice, as you did going to wild games. I read the NFL doesn't want the teams gambling while here. Neither of these hotels have casinos. Maybe have the guys check out the following. I read Taylor Swift bet $3 bucks on the Chiefs championship game, and she won that bet. If true, you can share that little nugget with the ones who watch the game with you at your home. I wonder what the NFL thinks about our $3 million bet. The San Francisco 49ers are staying at the Hilton Lake Lake Las Vegas Resort and Spy, six-tenths of a mile from where the Lymans are, and the Chiefs are staying at the Westin Lake Las Vegas Resort and Spa, 1.5 miles from where the Lymans are. They're in Hmm. the thick of it. Wow, where they are. What are they spending a night in a room (laughs) And only uh, because of that, we do this. It was on this day. <laughs> January 31st. In 1780, Jonathan Carver died in London, arriving at the future f- site of St. Paul. In 1766, Carver met with Dakota leaders uh, and witnessed ceremonies in Wakan Tipi, dwelling place of the sacred, a cave and sacred site that settler colonists named after him. That must be what the natives were talking about yesterday. Walk on teepee. Hmm. His descendants later alleged that the Dakota had ceded him a sizable tract of land, but the U.S. Senate rejected that bogus claim. In 1823, Carver had written a book about his adventures in which he made no mention of the land grant. 
And on this day, one, three, in one. 1883, the Minneapolis Society of Fine Arts, the founding organization of the Minneapolis Institute of Arts and the Minneapolis School of Art, now the Minneapolis College of Art and Design, was incorporated with William W. Falwell of the University of Minnesota as its first president. I bet that's where the name Falwell Hall came from. Yeah, and I wonder if Carver County comes from Jonathan Carver. It does, as a matter of fact. The city of Carver is named after him, and so is the highway that I used to live off. There's a junior high or middle school in Minneapolis also named after him. Carlton, Carver, Chippewa, Chisago, Clay, Clearwater, Cook, Cottonwood, and Crow Wayne. Spell Falwell for me. F-O-L-W-E-L-L. Yeah, I think it's a middle school. Thank you, GLers. Indeed. A great many thanks to the garage logicians out there. Why are you whispering? Because I'm excited about Pod MN right now. I can't wait for you guys to check it out, and it's so easy to do. Garage Logic is available on the Pod MN app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Pod MN app is here to help Minnesotans discover all the great audio entertainment that Minnesota has to offer, including Garage Logic. From news and politics to sports and entertainment, download the Pod MN app in the Apple App Store or Google Play. You can do it. Hey, go to garagelogic.com if you want to sign up for the town council. If you're not sure what that is, do your research for 10 bucks a month, 100 bucks a year. You can entertain yourself with the ins and outs and pre and post show segments. That's the Garage Logic Town Cha. Post Cha. All right. It's 50. 50. Oh, we broke the record. What is it here? 44 here. Mm-hmm. I don't need to add anything at the end here, do I? Post? Not today because of Josh. Okay. Uh, get rid of this, though, before you save it. Always just make sure you have just this because it'll, it'll add that <laughs> track into it and it'll make it. Sound quality go down. Got it. Is M uh, when it says eighteen M on a twit Twitter? Does that mean it was posted eighteen minutes ago? Oh, now my phone says it's forty-seven. Does that mean eighteen minutes ago? Yeah, that sounds right, Joe. Well, that's uh, Dylan. Dylan, isn't he produced by Lost Gold? Yes. He writes philosophical stuff occasionally. He does, yeah. He'd say he thinks way too much about everything. That will go away when he gets older. I hope so. Well, don't say that. It's just something we all... uh, I gave everything way too much thought along in in his age. He doesn't like sleep and stuff because of his thoughts sometimes, so (laughs) I would uh, prefer it goes away. These, the, the latest thing that's bothered me has been that $80,000 pickup thing. God, I, I just hate blanket indictments, and I've really got to watch myself from doing that to uh, my lefty friends. Okay. Yeah, you bastard. Oh. 
well, I mean, my close friends like you, I do on purpose. <laughs> but, you know, these blanket yeah. indictments to people I've never met and don't know. I got you. I got you. I mean, I just hate that virtually everything now is political. Yeah. So if you if you hate um, Tay Tay, oh by the way, did you see that Tay Tay handed out a whole bunch of hundred dollar bills to the staff at the uh, suite level? Yeah, that game last weekend. Yeah. That's pretty no. cool. And what's her? Brittany gets the rip because she's mean to the help. Oh really? Yeah. Ready. Huh. Uh, Governor Walls tells us that the days of old white guys handing out public money are over. Governor Walls says that the days of old white guys handing out public money are over. See, I think... I'm Trump thinking, is oh, uh, sorry. Uh, Trump is very concerned for people to know that he's more popular than Taylor Swift. Trump is very concerned for people to know, or just you know, simple it up. Trump wants people to know he's more popular than Taylor Swift. Um, <clears throat> new behavior rules for public transit. See, I would have just gone with no pooping on the train. That's it. That's all I would have put. Uh, require no pooping on the train. <laughs> John Height News. <laughs> John Height News. Before social media, when you really had to go looking for an artist's viewpoint, or you got to enjoy it in the form of Southern Man versus Sweet Home Alabama, those are the days I long for. <laughs> okay. I, I don't want to know. And I don't want to have it shoved in my face who, what political leanings all these artists have. I don't want to hear from Kid Rock and Ted Nugent and Taylor and whoever else on their political. You know, be like Joni uh, Mitchell and give it to me in a song. Put it to music. Let me, I, you know, yeah, I was going to say a lot of Put it to music. Put, it's more fun that song. way. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <clears throat> then you win. Then you've got me humming along with a song that I might not agree with politically, but I love the song. You win. The artist wins. It does amaze me when you see certain artists and, and whatever group finds out there of the other political, and they don't yeah. know it already from the music. It's like, what? Yeah. Like Rage the, Against the, one, the Machine. Is that's, that's the one I was going to bring up. Like Larry Hayes used to say, I think they mean Rage Against their record company because uh, <laughs> they're doing pretty well. Yeah, uh, who was the other one? Not too. Oh, uh, when Willie Nelson uh, endorsed uh, 
who would have been Beto O'Rourke probably in Texas, all Could the conservatives be. said, what? Willie's not a conservative? Well, well you just folks, figured that out. Jesus. Really? It's like, what the hell? Okay, down or uploaded it. Yep. So scroll down. I did. Clean. John. Yeah, and I believe that Tay came out in favor of the Biden ticket during the 20 election, if I remember huh? right. Yeah, Guess what? Control. Couldn't care less. Yeah. Have you seen that clip of her on the couch where she's arguing with her dad? Her dad doesn't want her to say any political okay. views. And she says, no, I'm going to, Dad. I just want you to be okay with it. And she's going, it's talking against Marsha Blackburn, who's one of the big Trump gals. And, and yeah. Trump sort of, she doesn't use his name, but. Uh, but uh, what, what Tay should keep in mind is the average age of her fans. You know, they're chosen um, grandkids, you know. How do panda bears survive in the wild? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Do what now? Well, they're they're just ridiculously clumsy. <laughs> ridiculously. <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> oh, Fry vetoed the uh, Israeli Hamas resolution. All right. <laughs> All right. He's trying to reclaim him, Joe. Trying to well, he's trying to reclaim his Jewishness. You got to put that story to print. I want to see that on uh, Sunday's paper. <laughs> Just apropos of nothing, here's a story. Yeah. You got to talk to your siblings about it too. See if they remember. Oh man, I, you know only one, maybe two. Maybe there were just three of us at that point. I want to clear. Me, Mary, and Johnny. Get it? No, highlight it first. Oh, today's going to be a good walk day, isn't it? I'm I'm actually going to go over to the woods. Go for a little walk. I can't. I've been trying to figure out which firearm I need to bring with. Yeah, <laughs> I know I don't have that issue when I go for a walk. Danny. I'm going to keep it simple. I think just a 22 revolver. I don't want to tote something around. I want to be comfortable. There's really nothing to. I'm not worried about getting murdered by any animals. So, you know, just something fun. Something fun. Yeah, why not? What about you, Joe? What firearm are you bringing on your walk down Summit <laughs> Avenue? A Glock. <clears throat> bringing that forty cal. Mm-hmm. I've never made it all the way through the movie The Sand Pebbles with Steve McQueen. It's just so boring. And it's four hours long. I may have seen that a while ago. Sounds like one I probably watched in my 20s because I thought I should. Isn't there a great uh, theme song from the Sand Pebbles? Theme song, Sand Pebbles. And We Were Lovers. I don't know that song, so guess not. That sounds like a Jeff Beck title. Because we've ended this long. Yeah, there you go. 
written by Stevie Wonder. Good there. And now, yep, Joe, what's it going to take to get you involved in my drive around the country in July? <laughs> I'm going to take a two week break and drive around the country. Two million dollars. <laughs> okay, I, I'm, I'm in for half a mil, Kenny. that process i don't know if i want to burden rob with this or not <clears throat> all right uh let's see take a lot of juggling this is right in my cheat sheet so council we're good we're done yeah any last words dun, dun, dun. bye uh positive thursday tomorrow all right, Scooney, we'll see you. You got scoons tomorrow? Yeah.